Hi guys. <laughs> Welcome back to RT Share Tea, where respiratory therapists live out loud. With me, your host, Linda Fry, the asthma lady. Yes. Welcome back, guys. Ooh, I got a, something on my... Welcome to anybody new. Welcome to all of you who support the RT Share Tea podcast. This has been amazing. All right, guys. So I'm very excited about today's episode. We are doing Q&A on the asthma certification exam and on asthma education programs a lot of folks from across the country have been asking me these questions so i think this is just the appropriate time to address these things but before we go into that please note that we are on google Podcasts every wednesday at 6 p.m eastern time and on youtube every thursday all right guys oh and for those of you who are coming to aarc congress in november i'll see you there i will be speaking on that friday november 11th i believe and for those of you who are looking for ceus we have eight ceus available for those looking for uh asthma or copd credits so you can go to qhcseminars.com that is qhcseminars.com for your hcus at 89 dollars, which is a good price and your girl be talking so we're gonna have a good time all right so the description where you can register will be in the um we will put it in the description of this episode okay so like I said, I'm excited because people from um, across the country, respiratory therapists and healthcare professionals have been reaching out, you know, just saying their experiences and, and their, um, them just being curious about uh, what I do, how it is to be an asthma educator, how it is to take the exam, how is it to run an asthma education program, um, working with grants, uh, um, you know, being a respiratory therapist and doing community engagement. So I've been getting a lot of questions. So I figure, let me just answer a few for you guys on air. And folks have been calling into the show. Um, know that you can actually on Spotify, you can leave a message to RT Shirty Podcast if you want me to um, answer your questions and I can do it on the air. So that's kind of cool. And also, you can contact me on LinkedIn, Linda Nozart on LinkedIn and also and on IG. I'm the Asthma Lady RT. Once again, the T-H-E-E Asthma Lady RT. All right, guys. So let's do this. So. Our first question is from Gina Wilson. All right, so. Hello, I found your, in my podcast kind of sort of videos on LinkedIn. My name is Gina Wilson. I am a registered Hi, Gina. therapist of over 17 <laughs> years. And actually just over the weekend, I kind of start doing some research looking for part-time work. Okay. Um, as Gina's as looking for part-time work. Educator, I work for Cigna. I am a respiratory case manager. I'm the supervisor and we work telephonically. And I was just looking, I used to work in the heart hospital and then I used to work part-time and I'm just looking for something additional and just kind of wanted to know 
what were the requirements or how difficult is the certification for the test? Okay. Um, I know you said that you took the test back in 2010, so I know things have changed. Right. Being a respiratory therapist, you would think that it would be easy, but sometimes I know those tests can be very challenging. And what type of study apparatuses? Okay. Well, Gina got cut off, but um, if you didn't hear, well, first of all, let me just say, Hi, Gina, and thank you so much for being a supporter of our T-Shirt podcast. It really touches my heart. Um, okay, so what Gina is saying is that she's looking for part-time work, and she wants to do be an asthma educator, and she's wondering about the exam. So we have been having questions on how challenging is this exam. Okay, so yes. Gina, I have to, I did take this exam 10 years ago and I know a lot of folks that took it recently and I'm also a speaker for a few prep courses and refresher classes. Um, the, the challenge is with that exam is that you have to know how to take the exam. So what a lot of professionals healthcare professionals do is they assume because they are a nurse a respiratory therapist uh, um, a, a doctor a pa they just up and take the exam without any type of prep course or studying um and this is where uh you need to take a prep course and you need to study for the exam right uh take practice questions because the exam is about knowing how to take it so if if hopefully i'm making sense um and you need to have the stamina for the exam it's a long test it's a three-hour exam and uh the questions have a lot of fluff in them so you have less than a minute to take to pick the right answer and um you know like i said they'll, they'll put so much into the question and all the answers are correct <laughs> so you just have to pick the right answer that is correct for that specific question so that's why you have to know the style of the exam and for part two of gina's question uh the prep courses there's so many of them and they're good ones there is the american lung association has their asthma educator institute offered every couple of months uh kettering has a prep course the aarc have their prep course and all of those are pretty good also i already mentioned in the beginning um qhc seminars they offer a prep course uh, about twice a year and i speak for them so shameless plug so that's a good one too right so yes once again gina thank you so much for being uh, um, a, a listener to rt share tea appreciate you Okay, so we're going to go to our next question. Okay, so uh, another question. Well, actually, Caitlin asked the same question. How challenging is the national board exam? I just said it. Um, study and take a prep course. You'll be fine. Okay, so here's an interesting question from Joseph from Ghana. All right, so Joseph from Ghana. He's a respiratory therapist in Ghana. All right. So he wanted to know, does the NBRC allow foreign trained RTs to take subspecialty classes and exam in the U.S.? And if yes, what are the qualifications? 
so um this was a very interesting question from joseph and i and i appreciate him for even reaching out to me to to to, to get my advice on this so okay so according to the nbrc you have to be a, a crt or a registered respiratory therapist that graduated from a co-art approved um a co-art um certified at respiratory therapy school right so you graduated from from there once you have that you qualify to take the asthma education certification now you can take it in ghana but there will be a hundred and fifty dollar international fee so there is a fee for that um so what you do is and to see if you qualify because i don't want to misspeak but the nbrc does have a handbook and they highly advise you to go to the handbook and check that out um but my belief is i want to say yes you can take this exam um you can take prep courses in the u.s or you know webinars um that are online and um go in that direction now note that there is also um the 1000 hours of already providing asthma education track so if you are let's say you are not a respiratory therapist you're not a nurse you're not a pa or any of these things if you are a just say like a um a public health educator that has been already providing asthma education you can apply for to take the exam as long as your current um place of employment can prove or your your past place of employment can approve that you have the accredited 1000 hours so on the form i have the form here on the form oh yeah on the form there is a verification of 1000 asthma clinical hours all right so and this you have to fill out only if you are taking the exam for the first time okay so if you already proved that you had the 1000 hours and it was already um validated uh they already you know have it you don't have to do that again so that's another track you can take if you really want the aec um behind your name all right so thank you joseph for reaching out to me and asking that question okay so oh and for those of you who want to um call in or you know you want to share a story that you have uh that is respiratory related or hospital related or working in a community please feel free to reach out to me in rt share t at gmail.com that is rt share t t e a as in the drinking tea <laughs> at gmail.com okay so we got one more question where did i put it okay here we go and this is from danny hi danny <laughs> Danny um reached out and he wanted to know what do you need to do to start an asthma education program okay hmm so that's a good one um so this is what I'm gonna tell you as somebody that's been doing this for some time now 
uh, I'm going to say where to start is you need a needs assessment. So pretty much wherever you are or the community you want to cater to, you cannot make assumptions and you can't assume that they need um, a specific service without data or if some type of evaluation. Uh, so, so we, we, so we, we don't assume now we get, we get the actual proof that this community needs that and you do a needs assessment and a needs assessment can be complex because it deals with, uh, you know, like we said, data collection, but don't fret. You can always start with the, your local or regional department of health. So start there right so your needs assessment you're basically looking at the community what what is supposed to be happening health wise and seeing what is happening health wise and identifying the gaps between these two what is the di the discrepancies so that's what the needs assessment so you you have to start from there so if you're looking for funding or stakeholders or just people to buy in you have to start with that all right so danny i i hope that helps you and if you have more questions feel free to reach out to me all right so well guys i thank you so much for listening today i hope you learned something here today once again we are here every wednesday on google Podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts and we are on youtube every thursday all right guys thank you for the support so i just want to leave you guys with this as always remember to invest in yourself and to only compete with yesterday's version of you see you next time bye